I don't even know what I'm supposed to be recording right now. It's kind of weird. Once the recording starts, I feel like I have no more, like, words to say. I don't know. But I want to start a podcast, bitches. I feel like I have so many thoughts in my head. I feel like I'm constantly overthinking everything. I feel like there's just so much I can share with people. I don't know. I'm also hilarious. So, like, worst case scenario, you at least you'll get a laugh. Like, whether it's at me or not, whatever. Is what it is. I guess we'll see how it goes. Alexa, play Doja Cat on Spotify. This is Doja Cat from Spotify. So today I want to talk about um, like soulmates, I guess, but not really because I don't really like the idea or the concept of, you know, you meet someone and that's the person you're meant to be with for the rest of your life. And I just feel like that's so overwhelming and that's so much pressure to put on one's relationship. I, I honestly think that that one person that we're meant to be with our entire life is ourselves. And people tend to put so much energy and effort into relationships with other people and they forget that they need to build that, that love and that trust and They need to build that relationship with themselves first or just at all. I mean, you don't have to do it first, but at some point it's important to look inwards and really focus on being happy within yourself and being someone that you're proud to be. And I don't know, I think that concept is just lost. I feel like when you think of, you know, um, friendships, I have friendships that they didn't really end, they kind of phased out. And at first that really sucked and I, I really regretted not putting more effort into salvaging those friendships. But at the end of the day, what's meant to happen, it happens. What's meant to be will be the things that are for you are going to find you. I mean, you just got to trust the universe and you need to trust yourself that you're going to make the best decisions for yourself and that everything else just is going to fall into place. You need to just give it time and be patient. Um, these friendships that I didn't you know, I, I worked, of course I gave, I put a lot of time and effort and energy into these friendships, but they still phased out. And, and that's okay because those people were really important parts of my life at that time. I have friends from, you know, elementary school, my, my grade six, seven, eight, I don't know, best friend. And honestly, we, we went to different high schools and at some point we just lost touch and stopped talking every day. And you know, proximity and 
you know, what we're doing with our lives. It was really different at that time. I was really into, uh, I was playing competitive sports and I was super busy all the time, like on the run. And I went to a different school. So it was really hard for us to have a friendship when we didn't see each other every day like we normally did. We weren't used to that. We never had to work that hard to see each other. It was just so easy. And I guess, you know, life happens and we went our separate ways and made more friends. And that's okay because honestly, like, she was a huge, huge part of my life for years. And she was an amazing friend. We had a great friendship. We had, we have so many memories of like making music videos in the basement and, you know, making up dance routines on a trampoline and telling each other what we're naming our kids and planning our weddings and all the things, you know, you do when you're a 12 year old girl and have no idea what life is actually like. (laughs) And then, you know, we went through some really difficult times together uh, at a really young age, I I went through some pretty traumatic events when I was about 13. And that girl was so incredibly supportive. And she was there for me at the drop of a hat. And for, no, like, we were kids. Like, for a 13-year-old girl to be able to do that for me, like, honestly, I can't even express how much I look back and appreciate that now that I had that friendship and I mean we're we're turning 21 now and uh we still follow each other on Instagram we talk sometimes like we talk a bit and we catch up every every couple months and that's okay not all friendships are meant to stay the same it's things evolve and learning to accept the evolution of relationships, whether that be friendships or romantic relationships, the relationship with yourself. I think embracing the evolution of it all is just a really beautiful thing. And you just kind of have to ride the wave and see what happens. I I would probably say it's the same with romantic relationships. I, um, I had a long one. <laughs> I uh, I had a boyfriend for most of high school and uh, pretty much all of college. We were together four years and I honestly could not have asked for a better first love. It made me feel like the luckiest girl on the planet. And... Um, and walking away from that was really difficult because I needed to really um, look inwards at myself and why I was in that relationship and what was what was keeping me in it. And when I did that, I kind of realized that I was in it for the wrong reasons. And I was in it because I thought, you know, this is going to be a cool love story. We met in high school at some stupid party where, you know, like, we were 16, 15, 16, something like that, and then we just, you know, instantly fall in love and spend the rest of our lives together, imagine that love story, like, it's like a movie, and I, I really wanted it to end that way, and for me, I was really holding on to that, 
that idea of it being just a perfect love story. But that's not really our reason to stay with someone because you like the way it sounds. Like, that's not fair to anyone. And I, ha- I had, and I, when, I, when I walked away from that relationship, I still had so much, so much love for this person. And honestly, I still do. And it's almost been a year since, you know, everything kind of happened. I mean, like since we broke up and like, I still have so much love for this person. That doesn't just go away, you know? But taking everything into consideration, like, I am not the same person I was a year ago. I'm not the same person I was four years ago. And honestly, my priorities have just changed so much to the point where the idea of a, you know, grand love story isn't what I want to have as a center of my life. I don't want to have the rest of my life revolving around that one relationship. I want the relationship to be a part of my life, not, not the whole thing, you know? And so in these last 10 months, I want to say, I, I've done a lot of, you know, self-reflection and a lot of thinking about what I want to do and a lot of thinking about what if I just loved myself for once and forgot about everybody else? What if I trusted myself? What if I was confident? What if I could just walk into a room and not think about what everyone else thinks of me? I wanted to start doing things that made me feel happy. And I wanted to define that kind of on my own terms. Um, Taylor Swift, she inspired me. She really did. And And she kind of explained that when you're in a relationship, everything you do is kind of going through this filter of what this other person thinks, how this other person's going to feel. Obviously, that's not a bad thing. I mean, if you're with someone and you love them, obviously you're going to take them into consideration all the time. And for me, that's what I was doing. I was, I wanted to go to school out of town and you know, when I'm thinking about it and weighing the pros and cons and I'm just going through this filter of what would that do to my relationship, but that's not what I wanted. I wanted this so badly to go away and go to school and really experience that. And I found that not wanting to hurt another person was coming before what I wanted to do and what was, what I thought anyway, it was going to make me happy and help me achieve my goals. So I've just been on this wild, wicked, weird, confusing and heartbreaking journey of being selfishly and unapologetically focusing on myself and what I want when no one's watching who I want to be when no one's around um you know if I didn't get recognition for things what would I be doing if no one noticed and I you know I didn't get a high five or a pat on the back you know who do I want to be anyways and that's been a really 
awesome experience. It's been really enlightening and also terrifying at the same time. A lot of the things you realize kind of suck. And, you know, you hit a lot of speed bumps along the road. (laughs) And at this point, I am just embracing the evolution. (laughs) That's been my favorite phrase in the last couple of weeks is that I am just a constantly changing person and there's not going to be any single point in time where I can just look in the mirror and be like okay I've found myself because myself like I'm constantly changing just like the world is constantly changing around me and you know your values change and your um, views change your the circle of people you surround yourself with changes and change is just constant and instead of fearing change I am trying to trust myself and ride the wave and just let whatever happens happens you know like it's I'm not going to stop it by being afraid having anxiety and stressing about things I can't control doesn't change the outcome if anything it makes it so much harder to do what you want to do and so that's just been the motto in the last little bit is just embrace the evolution, embrace the change, because you know what? Sometimes change is the best thing that could happen to you and you don't even know it in the moment. And it just shifts your life completely and then ends up being for the better. And that's just a beautiful thing. Like, it's just such a fascinating thing that, you know, You never know what good things are coming. How is that not exciting? I don't know. Anyways. So you'll never believe what I just did. I literally recorded a 20 minute like segment on friendship. And uh, I don't know what I did. I'm obviously like not really sure how to make a freaking podcast. Like I don't know. I'm just kind of doing it because I think it's funny, but whatever. Um, (laughs) So funny. I recorded that whole 20-minute segment, and it is gone. I don't know where it went. I don't know what I did or what I clicked, but it's gone. So, yeah. Um, I guess I should probably try and say it again, and I really hope I get the similar message because I was like yes nailed it like good job Haley and then I lost it and now I don't remember what I said because I'm a little high so whatever <laughs> it's a good joint whatever <laughs> um yeah so I wanted to just touch on friendship because I had an experience recently where I really got to see the dynamic of different people's friendships and um like I really in we kind of went out this weekend with two different friend groups and kind of like tried to mesh them and it didn't work very well which is whatever like it's not you don't have to be friends with everybody right as long as you're just like a nice human but that wasn't even the case I'm not even getting into that whatever um so yeah so friendship basically my friend circle is of two people um Dylan Riggs uh, dildo Dylan or uh, Dirty Regs, Vegan Regan, if you want. Um, and that's that. Dylan's my roommate. She's we've been living together since January, 
in Toronto. We moved from another city, obviously. Now we're here. And our friendship has only gotten closer. We are a package deal attached at the hip. If you're texting one of us, you're texting both of us. You should just know that. And, like, it's cool. We we support each other and we push each other to be better every single day. We hold each other accountable while, you know, being nothing but encouraging. <laughs> it's honestly an amazing friendship. And, y'all... And then there's Dirty Riggs. I met Dirty Riggs when <laughs> we were itty bitty and she refused to be my friend because I was friends with a certain individual at the time, whatever. And uh, Riggs and I reconnected like four years later, five years, something like that. I don't even know. And now we're besties because I'm no longer friends with said person. <laughs> and Riggs and I are now very close. And I love her, and she's my Swifty for lifer. So, that's that. And then I see how these other people are treating, like, their friends. And, like, I would never do that. Like, I'm judging because of how people... Like, if you're going to treat people badly, I'm going to judge you because I feel like that's just... It's just rude. Like, someone has to call them out, right? Like... Just be a nice person. Life is not that serious. You don't have to be mean all the time. Like, really. Loosen up a little, you know? <laughs> I don't know. I feel like everyone needs to remember that having, you know, a couple good friends is, you know, it. sometimes it's better than having a lot of friends because I feel like with a lot of friends, you're, you're less picky, you know, because you have so many. So you're letting people in your life that maybe shouldn't be in your life that are treating you maybe not like horribly but they're not treating you good like they're being they're being mean and they call you names and they don't invite you places like those aren't your real friends those aren't nice people and eventually inevitably you become the people you are hanging out with the people you surround yourself with are like a reflection of you every time someone thinks about you they're gonna think about them you know like you're associating yourself with these people and you need to be really careful that you're not associating yourself with people that make life heavier like that make things harder um you want to like make friends with people that are make every day a little bit better that feel like sunshine that make you smile when you don't want to and just I don't know just get supportive friends like it's not we're we're getting rid of toxicity now guys like we are not settling for people who make us feel any less than that is not no it's not where it's at get rid of the toxic people get rid of mean people anybody around you that is not happy to be around you and that doesn't treat you well bye bye la peace and love good luck that's what we're doing. Get rid of that negative shit. So I feel like I've given a sufficient amount of advice for one episode. So let's get into some questions. Question number one. If you were a tree, what kind of tree would you be and why? Well, I would be probably... 
a maple tree because I don't know I love the color of red leaves in the fall my birthday's in the fall so often when I think about you know myself I think about the pretty trees that turn nice in colors and they change and then I don't know I just love the idea of maple trees and like maple syrup yummy duh that was easy you know Hmm, question number two. What's something people seem to misunderstand about you? Um, I feel like a lot of people think I'm mean and scary. Uh, I get, like, people thinking I'm not very nice. And then as soon as they get to know me, I feel like people realize I'm actually, like, the softest person. And I could not hurt a fly if I tried. I'm sensitive and empathetic and caring. And not at all scary. <laughs> so, yeah, I would say that's probably a pretty big misconception. Question number three. Have you ever had your fortune told? Definitely not. Um, I'm really scared of doing that, actually. I have, like, a fear of going to see, like, a psychic or anything like that because I don't want them to tell me something I don't want to hear. And that throws me off. I'm just too scared of what they would have to say, whether it be true or not, whether I believe in it or not. Just whatever they have to say would freak me out, I think. So I just avoid it at all costs. <laughs> Question number four. What's your favorite thing you own and why? The favorite, My favorite thing that I own. Oh, my God. My vibrator? Mm, just kidding. Ha ha ha. Not really. My book collection is probably my favorite thing. I love reading. I've always loved reading. I feel like when I'm reading a book, it's kind of like escaping the real world while not really escaping. I have this ability to just zone myself right out. I don't hear anything else around me and I feel like I'm in the book. I think I'm part of the story. It's just a really nice feeling. I also have a lot of, like, I read a lot of self-help books, psychology books, um, anything along those lines, like self-improvement, mindfulness, awareness, all that stuff I'm really interested in. So when I'm reading that, I feel like I'm always learning, and I genuinely like learning. I hate school, but I genuinely enjoy learning. So my book collection is probably my favorite. Question number five. What's my favorite podcast? Definitely Call Her Daddy. That's not even a question. If you are an OG Daddy Gang member, you know that Alex Cooper has changed and grown up so much since she started the podcast with Sophia, I think it is. I don't remember. I think it's Sophia. But Alex Cooper is iconic. She taught me how to give the world's best blowjob and she also taught me that I need to love myself and how to be confident and that you know empowered women empower women that's just the way she rolls and it's just a beautiful message so shout out daddy daddy gang Alex Cooper you're my hero uh would you rather order in or eat out <laughs> probably order in I don't like people very much which is a funny thing to say because I'm a super, like, outgoing, loud person. Um, 
when I go out, I get really anxious about talking to people. So if I could order in or eat out, I would definitely order in because then I can watch friends on my laptop and just have a time. I don't have to worry about everybody else, you know? Well, I guess this is the end of the first ever episode of my podcast. Thank you if you made it this far and listened to the whole thing. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Honestly, I did not feel ready to put this out, but I'm doing it anyways. So, yeah, if you have any feedback or comments or questions or literally anything, please do not hesitate to just reach out. I will probably answer you right away because I don't really do much. So anyways, I love you guys. Thank you for listening. And uh, I guess we'll catch you on the next episode of Life's Not That Serious. Love you. Bye.